Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 171 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, we know who's in the summer showdown. We had a nice, fun, exciting last weekend of qualifiers here to decide the final spots. Unfortunately, the Gladiators are not one of those teams. Very sad. Um, I wouldn't be here if they were. Uh, But, yeah. We, we have our final eight. Um, London came out on top with a fantastic win against Toronto to make it. And then May came down to Mayhem and Excelsior to see who would make it out of those two. And Mayhem ended up doing it. Um, a very exciting weekend overall in NA. Um, oh, yeah. Let's start. I'm going to start off with the big questions here. Do you like this top eight, Joe? Um, I know. I, I think there are t- three. I would say there are three teams, maybe even four that are immediately out where they had moments where they shined in this meta gladiators and uprising had really good last games um, where the uprising looked great against Vancouver uh, beat them three, two and uh, Vancouver's a team that we truly believe is good in this meta NYXL. I know they peaked at some point at, and like top four in some people's power rankings, they end up losing to mayhem and getting destroyed by them. I did not expect that um, gladiators, had a really good last week, and it seems like they really put it together there at the end uh, by having space. And I, I, they beat Atlanta 3-0, and I think people still think Atlanta was really good in this meta as well. Uh, out of those four, are there any you wish were there this weekend, Joe? Um, because all four of them gave us some entertaining games here at the end, besides Atlanta, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Atlanta still looked good in this in these qualifiers that just, just didn't fall to them. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, um, that's the that's the thing when we go from a uh, from an eighteen tournament, or rather from a uh, twelve team tournament like we saw in uh, the the mid season madness down to a, an eight team tournament. Yeah, that it's um, we're we're losing some some important pieces here. Yeah, including the LA Gladiators. Obviously, um, um, I, I'd say the the biggest most significant part of that. Um, the, you know, defending champions from these first two um, monthly tournaments now will not be uh, making an appearance at the third. Um, um, but yeah, lots of these teams really that um, we we've been talking often on this whole stage about the. Um, I, I suppose you could you could call it the parody um, of the league right now, just in terms of the the way this uh, Junker Queen meta has has shaken things up and, and brought teams together. Um, and it's been a different kind of, you know, learning curve and all this kind of thing. But, um, um, but, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely an interesting setup. And we see team like uh, Vancouver Titans sitting at, you know, sixth in, um, in North America right now. You know, that's not a, <laughs> we, I don't think, um, may, maybe not mid season, but you know, certainly beginning of the season, um, you wouldn't have um, thought that that was going to be a thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's fun to see. I mean, it was just, I think what happened this stage was it was just pure chaos at the beginning. A lot of teams hadn't, like, found their footing. Um, and because it was a brand new meta with a brand new hero that just no one knew. So that's just what's going to happen. By week four, we're going to have just completely different uh, power rankings, I guess, of all the teams than we did the first couple of weeks where, you know, unfortunately, some of these teams here, I really do think they would compete pretty well in this tournament, especially the Gladiators. 
I do think I would rank them in the top half of that top eight if they would have made it. So, yeah, it's sad to see, but that's just how meta evolves. It's I think it's good for especially Boston and L.A., not just because they're the two teams I'm closest to and I work for, but it seemed like they made pretty big epiphanies there in the last couple of weeks for Boston in the last week where Boston sort of shifted, obviously, to uh, Askoff as the head coach, and his decision was, okay, the full Korean five was not working. Let's just throw everything at the wall. This game does not matter except towards playoffs. And put Punk in, put Seeker in, put Crimzo in, and put the Commonwealth boys in, as they say. And it worked. <laughs> it worked very, very well. Um, I mean, they reverse swept Vancouver. It started off not amazing, but then the, the boys uh, rallied and uh, ended up being Vancouver with those with those players. Seeker in his first match, getting match MVP as well. Um, do you see? I mean, I think with this lineup, I could see Boston making that play in and challenging some teams there. It seems like um, they're transitioning into you know a nice little spot here. Um, do you do you think they should just roll with this lineup from here on out? I mean, yeah, it's certainly looking looking nice uh, for Boston. Yeah, moving forward. I mean, uh, obviously, with the these teams that didn't qualify directly into um, the summer showdown, you know, the, yeah, that's where your focus shifts is uh, whatever um, uh, balance patch is coming next month. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the teams know what it is, but I don't think we do at this point. Um, you, you know, whatever balance patch is coming for that, and and the shift into you know end of season playoffs. Um, if you don't make top six. Um, in North America, um, it looks like um, you're shooting for top eight, and so right now Boston's sitting at ten. Um, they're only three games behind. You know, it's 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 doable, um, but it's gonna. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I'll say, well, I say it's doable, not looking at their Canton Cup schedule, but uh, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, it's certainly gonna gonna look a lot more like um, this past game, I think, um, and and including people. Um, um, like you're talking about, like Punk, like Crimson, like Seeker, um, just just from the way this this team is going. Oh yeah, absolutely. And as far as the Gladiators go, I I find this to be a really good building moment for that team, um, in which I, just knowing the boys personally, they go 0-4. This team is just down and out. Um, and I believe it's an under tweet that just summarizes perfectly why I'm so happy with what these guys have done the past two weeks. Like most teams, they go 0-4, they just give up. They say go next. It's not their meta. You know, like might as well just wait until the patch happens. But they went all in, and by the end, um, they're consistently like playing up to the people they're losing to in scrims. They're consistently um, one of the best teams in this meta by the end uh, as far as scrims go. And then at the match against Atlanta, they look great. Um, absolutely just stomping them and holding them in spawn after they got held in spawn by Toronto and Toronto. They said, it's, it's your turn, Atlanta. We're going to do that to you now. Uh, so shouts to them. Shouts to the boys. I love them. Um, this, I think this clearly, despite them not making it, um, shows that they are still one of the top teams in this league and will probably still be power ranked super high despite a poor performance uh, this specific qualifier in this specific stage because I, I really do think they learned a lot and this was a really important uh, learning moment for this team that really hasn't had many struggles before this. Um, so I think this could be a good, this could be a possible championship arc um, 
as we would call it in like the script writing biz, I guess. Um, so this this could help them. Oh yeah. But let's talk about teams who made it because they they also deserve to be talked about, Joe. Um, let's specifically talk about uh, at the top. We had two amazing matchups in both regions. Fuel and Shock played. Fuel were the uh, overall. Shanghai and Fuel won. Which, by the way, at the begin, I want to say at the beginning of this summer showdown, before we even saw a match, I knew in this team-based meta that we might see the return of the dominance of last year's best teams in the Dallas Fuel and the Shanghai Dragons, at least at the beginning of the year for Dallas Fuel. Um, they're really good at team-based meta. This, these two teams, they have the best teamwork. It's the same exact roster as last year. They know how to work together very well. Pretty much the same exact roster for the Fuel, but definitely the same roster for the Dragons. Um, and my prediction ended up becoming true right now. As it stands, these two teams are the best in their region because they are really good at team-based metas and team work, metas where teamwork is needed. Uh, and of course, helps that you know Sparkle could be on Genji and all this stuff, and it, it's just a meta that's great for the fuel. The fuel end up being the shock three to one. Looked like it might be a sweep after the first two maps. It was still very close. Um, shock ended up pulling out Dorado, uh, but then fuel kind of just took push away, um, pushed it much farther on New Queen Street. Um, would you say that Dallas is the overwhelming favorite in NA um, going into this weekend, Joe, or do you think it was close enough where you'd say they could definitely trade some blows here, the shock and the fuel, or even someone else, maybe Houston or another team? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about uh, not sure about Houston or Toronto or whoever you're, you're, you're thinking about there in that potential slot, but um, but yes, I, I would definitely um, not count out the San Francisco Shock. Um, this definitely was definitely was a good match. I think this is my um, uh, match to highlight from this past week. You know, if if you if you go back and rewatch anything, um, you know, make it this match, make it the um, uh, Shanghai Soul match. Although it's a little less exciting in the scoreline, um, to see exactly what you're talking about, this this really high level um, play happening. We know. Um, well, actually, <laughs> spoiler alert to the the brackets later in the show, I guess. Um, I was gonna say uh, we know they're gonna they're gonna meet each other at least once in this tournament. Um, but you know, even <laughs> without knowing what the bracket is, I think it's safe to assume uh, these teams are gonna run into each other at least once um, uh, this upcoming weekend again, and that's gonna be um, just as exciting. Um, because uh, yeah, it really is about um, the, you know the like you're talking about the the team play and the the coordination and the um, the ways in which um, Dallas has really been able to lean in that this whole month. Um, I, I anticipate it'll be uh, a loss that uh, uh, San Francisco is not uh, super excited about uh, having suffered. I mean, uh, I forget. Uh, what occasion it was, but recently we heard from Krusty. You know, this is a, a, this is a team that hates losing, right? Even more than they like winning. So um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting matchup for sure. Yeah, I guess worth pointing out as well. This broke the streak of twenty wins in a oh, row yeah. for the Shock uh, as well. If you hadn't been paying attention, yeah, the Shock had twenty wins in a row. It's the new record, but it will stop at twenty. Um, and apparently it was capped on, on both ends by the Dallas Fuel, actually. Yes, which is also interesting. Um, but yeah, that's it. We'll see if the Shock... Uh, the Shock are already probably down in everyone's power rankings um, while the Fuel are up. 
Uh, but the Shock have also just proven to us that they have not been doing well on LAN, in LAN events. Of course, Hawaii wasn't the most LAN. There wasn't a crowd. The last time I saw them in front of a crowd in a stadium was Dallas, where they choked and didn't do well at all. So we'll see how they do in Toronto, um, which will be their first time in this situation again since Dallas. Um, so wait, I also had a question. Did they, did people, the seedings, I'm guessing the, they did the pick your opponent thing again? They did. Okay. Yeah. They had a whole selection show after the, uh, cool. I missed uh, that. End of Sunday's match. I missed that. I was very confused why like Shanghai was playing Guangzhou. I was like, wait, isn't that one versus three seed? And then I remember, Oh, I just that remembered. I don't know about because, because it was, uh, well, they did a selection, a selection show for North America. Yeah. Well, they probably, uh, right. Why did they probably didn't do it? They, they might have not done a show. They probably just asked him off, just in, just off camera, because that's what they did for um, in Hawaii. They just asked us to Discord message them who we wanted to play. Um, when the, yeah, when I they hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. So they probably just did it off camera for that. But yeah, dragons pick charge instead of fusion. More scared of the fusion. And, I mean, fair. Yeah, at fusion have a history of for some reason beating the Shanghai Dragons. <laughs> um, not 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 in this uh, tournament, but yeah. Um, but yeah, anything anything else to talk about this week? Houston looked really good. Three zero Washington. Um, my match to rewatch was Boston Vancouver, and I gave my MVP to Punk. Everybody, I had to. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but besides. Besides that, I'm just ready for the tournament. Um, I guess the other thing to point out as far as the East goes is Chengdu just choked it this week completely. Lost to the LA Valiant. Um, yeah, they, if they would have won that match they were in, just completely choked. Uh, lost to the Charge, which was it got stomped 3-0, but that lost to the Valiant. They win, they're in. They lost, though. Uh, giving Philly Fusion that last spot at 2-4. and four. Guangzhou Charge had a great week. Um, 3 one in Hangzhou and 3 0 in Chengdu and finishing 4-2 so only losses to the big boys up top so good good improvements for the charge overall this stage I'm excited to see if they can compete I don't think they will be able to but um, maybe if they play Philly they'll win yeah that's all <laughs> that's all I got as far as these go anything else to add Shanghai look obviously um, they 3 0 Seoul in that last APAC game um, I'm excited to see that rematch, hopefully, in the Oh, tournament. yeah. I mean, just like we've um, talked about the, the Dallas and San Francisco, you know, sitting, uh, I would say, pretty comfortable, uh, uh, pretty comfortably at the top of North America. I mean, we've got really the same thing uh, in the East with, with Shanghai and Seoul. Um, I, my predictions this week for, for uh, APEC did not go so well. Um, that, yeah, the, the, I think, in fact, um, on our, our discussion uh, last show, you know, so, well, you know, I think maybe Hangzhou will pull it out. Uh, I don't anticipate this to, to be a good week for the charge, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, just uh, a, a big reversal of fortunes for all these teams that were sitting at like two and two. Um, uh, and somehow Philly Fusion made it. Um, <laughs> they're the, the first team all season. Um, at least I, I think I saw a tweet, maybe that it was, the first team ever, but I, I definitely don't want to uh, uh, repeat that as fact. But certainly, the first team all season to have qualified for a, a playoff tournament without a uh, positive win rate, uh, <laughs> two and four, um, 
um, just just barely sneaking it in there. But one of these one of those wins was a solid one uh, over Hangzhou. Um, and going to five maps against Seoul is really not nothing. Uh, I know my my MVP uh, for the week. We're we're really leaning into our uh, uh, favorite teams here this week because mine goes to MN3. Uh, got a little bit more playtime this week, which is definitely exciting, um, and the the benefit um, hopefully was a little uh, uh, you know a little obvious for the Philly Fusion. Um, it's it, you know it's definitely they're not out of the woods yet. They've got a lot of work ahead of them, um, including this uh, rematch with the Soul Dynasty right in this very first match. But um, uh, but again, able to to sneak themselves in there, um, hopefully for. <laughs> you know, for for some amount of good for him. Oh yeah, um, got on the fusion for sneaking in there, and yeah, they played so close. Like I still think it's in the cards that they could do well in this tournament for real. They could get second again, which is their peak form. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, all all I got. We gave our MVPs out. As far as pickums go, I have separated myself a little bit more from Joe. I'm at 383. Joe's at 378. And, uh, yeah, we got, obviously, this tournament coming up. So uh, this is going to be um, it's gonna be pretty big. Uh, I'm excited to see how we do. And we will, of course, be giving our picks later in the show after news. Uh, yeah, let's get into the news. Um, first, first piece of news is uh, Kariv uh, has left the Florida Mayhem, his coaching role with the Florida Mayhem. Um yeah i got uh, not much else to say about it did he say what he's gonna end up doing or anything like that or is he just retiring um yeah not that i'm uh, uh not that i'm sure of i was I actually went back to check because i was curious um to see exactly um when that transition happened it looks like um uh middle of june uh sh- shifted away from a, a player role to a, a coach role but um yeah now stepped out completely at this point yeah just sort of took some step, some small steps to get out of there, I guess. Um, but yeah, sad to see. Obviously, Kariv had some big uh, standout moments throughout the throughout the years. Uh, a little disappointing recently, but definitely was one of the top players there in the early seasons. So yeah, sad to see him go. Uh, we'll see if he ends up playing or doing doing anything else. Um, Puckett is returning to host. Uh, the summer showdown. Uh, when's the last time we even saw Puckett, Joe? Was it two years ago it has, at this point? It has been a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've had Puckett at an at an Overwatch League event on the desk. I mean, we've obviously had Zoe taking that taking that host spot for a while now. Like it might have been season two, the last time we saw Puckett. Uh, so yeah, Puckett's returning. We'll host the summer showdown. I like this little thing while Zoe's out. They're kind of just having some rotating guests and bringing Puckett back is great. He's a great host. I'm excited to see what he could do here in, in Toronto for the summer so- showdown. I imagine they're still doing remote desk like they did for Dallas, I believe. Um, I believe they had a remote desk in LA with just the casters in t- in Dallas. I imagine that's what they will be doing once again for Toronto. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty big. I'm excited to see. Uh, next piece of news is another Florida Mayhem news, and it's Sir Majed uh, not being able to obtain a visa to go to Toronto. 
which yeah i know would is just super hard for certain countries uh, i know this for a fact on the la gladiators before patty had his injury i know it was going to be super hard to get patty pat upon uh over to toronto because the thai visa process was just gonna take too long um which i mean i don't blame some countries this was like a month warning obviously and usually getting a visa takes a lot longer than that um so yeah no sir majed uh for florida um which is which is sad i maybe expected more (laughs) honestly but yeah this is it's the one we got. Um, so I guess they'll roll with Animo and RuPaul in Toronto for the Florida Mayhem. Yeah, the uh, um, the, the Florida Mayhem had had made this sort of in an announcement tweet uh, and then deleted it. Uh, mm. So it's actually not currently up. Um, I, I saw the some of the speculation was like, you know, it probably doesn't hurt, um, or it probably does hurt whatever you know legal case they may or may not be involved in. Uh, to try to, um, you know, facilitate that uh, <laughs> process uh, to be to be you know tweeting about it on social media, but um, we'll we'll know uh, we'll have that confirmed one way or another. I guess if we if we see them playing in Toronto or not. Um, um, but yeah, to, to, they said they, you know they're working with league, trying to work out uh, uh, you know ways he can play um, from wherever Florida's based and all these kinds of things, but. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely not a not a good um, turn of fate for for Florida. Yeah, we'll see if they can do anything about it. Um, but yeah, definitely not good. I know um, there is another person that's not going to be there, and it's Mikey. But it's not because of visa reasons; it's because of other drama that's happening with him. He's apparently not traveling to Toronto with the team. They don't use him anyway in this meta. They use Kaluge, so it does not matter as much. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad I'm glad there was only one, I guess, because getting a visa that quickly is tough. Um, so yeah, Sir Majed might not be there. Who knows? Um, ooh, Owl Summer Showdown Genji skin. I actually haven't seen this yet, so this is a live reaction to this video. Give me a sec. It's coming. <laughs> be interested to see what you think of it. Ooh, interesting. What is he? What is this costume? This is like a. Oh, I like this. Nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is good. Um, slice up the competition as Happy Genji with an eye. Uh, cool. I like it, and it's available in game now. If if anyone else likes it, they can go go buy it. Of course, I believe once again the winners of this will get their own remix version of their skin later this year. In theory. In theory. <laughs> we still haven't seen any of them so far from this season, but yeah, in theory it will come. I, uh, maybe when Overwatch 2's out. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Maybe they're saving the content for Overwatch 2 at this point. At least it feels like they are, because yeah. which is less than a month away. Exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I'm not super hyped myself about this skin. I could probably take it or leave it. Um, but I had enough league tokens that I just went ahead and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, these these league related skins, I find myself getting almost every single one because they're just like exclusive, almost. <laughs> you know, they're just like on sale yeah. for a limited time, and I'm like, I need to have it so later I can wear it. And people are like, How'd you get it? And I'm like, You can't get it anymore. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Yeah, it's the exclusivity. Yeah, I, 
And so now we'll see ads about it on broadcast for the next six weeks. Of course. Excited to see that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are, that's all the news we have. So let's, uh, let's talk about our brackets, Joe. Let's talk about who we predicted to win. Let's start over. Let's start in the East. Uh, let's start in the East. Let's just go. It's a small bracket again. This isn't like a the big, chonky Hawaii bracket. Uh, this is a four-team bracket, the exact opposite. So let's just talk about who, who we think is going to win. Um, Seoul faces Philly, and Shanghai plays a Squonk Joe. Um, I have the favorites winning both those games, Philly or Shanghai and Dynasty, not Philly. Um, <laughs> and I have 3-0 for Shanghai for Squonk Joe and a 3-1 for Dynasty Fusion. Who you got in those games, Joe? So far, we are exactly the same. Nice. Uh, we, maps, <laughs> map score we, bo- we both. Was that? Map score two? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we both did our tournament brackets uh, just more or less immediately before we started recording. So <laughs> we'll see how much uh, similar we were thinking. But I, I bet there's going to be some good variety as we go. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's go first elimination here. We both have Guangzhou versus Philly. I have Guangzhou once again. 3 twoing the Philly Fusion um, and illuminating the Philly Fusion. What do you have, Joe? Uh, and I'm looking at uh, Philly in five maps, mm. actually, with the 3-2. The uh, it, it's going to be close. Yeah, no, uh, both be. of these teams are, well, um, I guess you can't legally say both of these teams have had a good um, a, a good month, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Guangzhou certainly has, has definitely had a good month. Um, um, stepping out in ways that they uh, haven't really been able to do before as a team. Um, I, you know, I gotta lean into the Philly Fusion here. I, I, they don't make it past this round. Spoiler alert! But, <laughs> um, um, but I think it's going to be uh, perhaps the closest match of the three we've talked about so far. Nice. I, I agree with that for sure. I think I could go either way. Um, it might be a Guangzhou choke because this is the first tournament they've been in this year. Um, or it could be a classic Philly choke. Who knows? Shanghai, Seoul, the rematch. Uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm boring, and I just had the same exact result. 3-0, Shanghai. What would you choose, Joe? Uh, I got I got interesting. Yes, I, I nice. Took it, up, took it up to a uh, 3-2. <laughs> um, we need spice. Uh, for Shanghai, but um, uh, still, still a win for the Dragons. Uh, as far as that goes nice all right then uh second elimination round soul versus charge for me and soul versus philly for you uh, and i'm guessing we both have soul advancing to the finals because i do in a 3-0 fashion oh yeah I, I think uh no matter who they end up facing um uh in this this second round uh technically it's it's a uh one map worse score line uh in my bracket uh where it was 3-1 uh for soul in that first round but yeah i think uh but, but by this time the momentum's picked up you know the 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 excitement is in the air uh and yeah i think it's we're it's pretty inevitable that we're going to run into a, a shanghai soul uh finals in in asia nice yeah i think it's obvious to a lot of people um we both have it and they both clearly like the same, seem like the t- the top two. Unfortunately for me, I kind of have Shanghai in their own tier. So I have made my game a 4-0 for Shanghai. I just think they are clearly the best in Asia um, in this meta. 
Uh, so I'm sorry to people who want a close game. I mean, we all do probably. But I, yeah, I chose the Shanghai Dragons winning 4-0 against Seoul in this championship game. It's their meta. They deserve it. Uh, and that would be the fir- that would be the first championship for Shanghai this year, right? So that'd be huge. It's true. Uh, who do you have, Joe? Uh, yeah, and I've got the uh, I, I do have the Shanghai Dragons as well. Uh, I made it a little bit more interesting. Made it a four-two, um, just because nobody likes four O's you know, <laughs> sweeping finals like that. But um, uh, but yeah, yeah, I think the the advantage is there. Obviously, we've only seen uh, these two teams play. Uh, each other once this month um so and you know if our bracket goes the way we think it is um it'll be a total of twice then before these finals um uh so, so it'll be good to to let these teams you know feel each other out and um see what, what kinds of adjustments they can make for each other but um uh you know that might make it a little bit closer but yeah i think the the advantage uh, here still rests with the shanghai dragons um uh, the question is you know to to what degree oh yeah um We'll see how close Seoul can make it, but I yeah. Once again, I'm just on that band. I'm on that bandwagon that this Shanghai is looking like the team to beat in this meta, no doubt. All right, let's move over to uh, the West, where we will now uh, hit up this first round in a first round. Which I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't. I think three of these matches will be blowouts and should be obvious picks, whereas there is one rematch that I think will be extremely fun to watch in the Spitfire Defiant. But personally, I have the Fuel Shock and Outlaws all winning 3-0 in the first round. Any any different from me, Joe? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I've got... Um, I, I do have those three winning. Uh, uh, Dallas, uh, I have 3-1, uh, which is probably a little ambitious for Washington, but uh, I, I gave a map in this round. Uh, San Francisco Shock, yeah, takes the 3-0 over, over, over Vancouver. Um, and actually, Outlaws Florida I have as is the closest map or the closest match of these four, um, with the Houston Outlaws taking it three um, two. I, I think it's definitely going to be an interesting one. I mean, we've seen uh, the kind of things the Florida Mayhem are capable of um, uh, with their their past game against Dallas um, in week three, um, uh, with the they're just taking a part of uh, Paris and New York this past week. And granted, you know, not super difficult opponents, but um, hopefully we'll see you know some some unique uh, compositions and some some good old-fashioned Florida stuff in this matchup. But um, uh, I, I think ultimately it's the Houston Outlaws coming out of it. Yeah, it's always a trap. I, I don't think you should ever predict Houston 3-0. So don't listen to what I'm saying because because they really <laughs> like to go to five maps. They really really like it. Uh, but yeah, I just have I just think Houston is good in this meta. I, I'm I'm on their bandwagon um okay london toronto this is a um this is a rematch of of what we just saw uh where london did beat toronto in a match give it that 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 did not matter for toronto much um they were already in it just mattered for seeding i guess uh but yeah that it didn't it didn't matter too much um toronto london the rematch london just beat them and i have london beating them again 3-2 3-2 this time, so a little bit closer. Uh, I do think London's been kind of all over the place this meta, but I, I sort of trust them in these big moments a little bit more than Toronto right now. Um, so I have them 3-2. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I do like that logic. Um, 
uh, as far as the the consistency we've seen out of the London Spitfire, they seem uh, like a very uh, a cool team under pressure uh, when they get in these kind of situations. But uh, pressure is absolutely what they're going to be facing uh, in this this first round of the North American playoffs uh, in Toronto, at Toronto, versus Toronto, on Toronto, um, all the things that. Um, I guess that that's a that's a another quote from the selection show. It sounds like you gotta go back and watch, um, but uh, um, but, but yeah, the, uh, Toronto. Uh, we, you know, we we have seen in the past here with the Overwatch League. You know, that's uh, uh, the uh, home field advantage. You know, that, that's that's not something that you can uh, completely ignore. Uh, I, I've got um, uh, Toronto winning this one three one. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be exciting, you know, just for the the the, the recency of this match. Um, in this case, they they'll turn it around, uh, the scoreline back on top of London. And again, spoiler uh, spoilers for my future picks. I have them uh, meeting a third time uh, here in the uh, later in the elimination rounds. But um, uh, but yeah, this will be a really interesting one uh, to have this this home team that again a month ago. Uh, People weren't even convinced was going to be making this tournament. Yeah, and now they are. I mean, they people consider them one of the best teams in this meta. So yeah, they could definitely use that home field advantage to their advantage. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, let's let's take a look here at the at the next elimination round then, or I guess the first one, uh, in which we should both have Vancouver facing Florida, um, and I have a very close game where. Vancouver wins 3-2 because I just want to see Vancouver win one game this tournament. <laughs> um, and it is in Canada, albeit the complete opposite side of the country. Uh, that's got to be some sort of advantage, right? So I'll, I chose Vancouver to win 3-2, even though it might not be the smartest. I think Florida might be a bit better. Who do you have, Joe? Uh, yeah, I I tend to... Um... Uh, lean into your your smart side a little bit more here. I've got I do have Florida winning this one. Uh, it is going to be super exciting though. I the Vancouver Titans. I'm just going to pull this out of nowhere, as I don't know how true it is, but it feels like haven't made a playoff since um, uh, the 2019 season. That you know that they got second place. Um, uh, and, and so to to have them playing in this tournament at all, let alone one in Canada, is going to be super exciting. Um, uh, but yeah, I've got I've got Florida three one in this in this um, uh, elimination round. I've I just got uh, very few three O's really um, <laughs> in this tournament, and hopefully, you know, we get uh, all that kind of Overwatch because that'll just be fun. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's probably the right pick. But I want Vancouver to win. Um, all right, next is Justice versus London for you, right? And Justice versus Toronto for me. That's great. Um, and I have Justice getting kicked out of this tournament immediately like they do with all tournaments they've been in this year. They'll make <laughs> it, but they don't win a single map. I have Toronto 3 owing them. Um, what do you have, Joe? Uh, yeah, and I've got, uh, I've got London 3-1. Uh, again, maybe, I don't know, maybe generous for, for Washington, but surely they can get a map in in the two matches that they may play this tournament. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that has uh, London advancing along with Florida uh, to the second elimination round. I try to give them like basically dirt expectations so that when they do a little okay, like I can, we can have, we can be happy about Washington, which we don't often say. <laughs> um, 
All right, let's move to our winners rounds um, here, where where uh, we both have Shock versus Outlaws. I made this a tight one. I think Shock will still win it, but I made it a five mapper. I think Outlaws could take him to five maps and and make it close, especially in land. Um, so I made it five maps. Yeah, that'd be exciting. I've got him. I've got Shock in four, um, and that's about all you can say about that. Yeah, I think uh, I think most people would favor Shock in this matchup right now. Yeah. Um, and then Fuel versus Spitfire for me. Fuel versus Defiant for Joe. Um, which Fuel vs. Defiant's an exciting one, the two tournament hosts this year. Uh, but I'll, I'll say my Fuel vs. Spitfire is five maps as well, and Fuel wins 3 2. Wow, that, that will be an exciting day mm-hmm. uh, with, with all the uh, eliminations and with the Vancouver's win and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, uh, but I've got, I've got Dallas over Toronto 3 1 uh, to send Toronto down uh, to join uh, the Houston Outlaws in, in that lower match. Um, uh, I, I think still Toronto, uh, like we're talking about, has has a lot to prove. They, they've got a lot to to show up for, um, uh, but I'm not sure it's going to be enough to 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 take down this you know reigning number one um, team right now. In this yeah, going to be tough. Going to be tough. Um, all right, let's go to our next elimination round then. Which now I'm gonna I'm gonna lose where we are. Um, <laughs> Joe, gonna completely lose what's happening in your bracket and what's happening in mine. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Uh, I believe you still have Florida, and who would they be playing? Yeah, so my my we'll just do like both of them at once. My two uh, elimination rounds here um, uh, to be the the third and fourth teams out of the tournament, respectively. Uh, I have London beating Houston uh, and Toronto beating Florida. Uh, actually, both in five maps because um, those, those will be some some pretty exciting uh, matchups there. Nice. Um, uh, but so uh, London and Toronto advancing basically out of um, out of that uh, Saturday round. Cool. The rematch, rematch again. Um, exactly. I have Houston playing Toronto and beating them in five maps, and then I have Spitfire three owing the Titans, and I have Spitfire versus Outlaws in mine. Um. Which, I, yeah, might as well just move on to this game. You have that rematch against Spitfire Defiant. I have Spitfire Outlaws. I have Outlaws winning in five maps again, which is a stressful weekend for these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 going to be significant if that happens. Uh, I've got the, again, the Toronto-London matchup. Um, and actually, same scoreline, just copy-pasted from the, from the beginning. Uh, maybe that's lame. Again, we have seen the potential that London has against Toronto. Um, but I've got uh, Toronto taking it 3-1 to be um, suddenly the number three team, um, at least. Uh, nice. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, in in the region. Nice. Um, cool. Winner's Championship on Saturday. Going to be exciting. Fuel, shock. We both have it. The rematch. I'm not confident shock can take it, especially with their history on land. Um, and how good Dallas is on, on land usually and not what experience they have there. So I'm going 3-0 Dallas. Um, yes, that's right. 3-0 this time, not even 3-1. Who you got, Joe? Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's certainly fair. Uh, we, we've seen uh, what happens when Shock gets to this point. Um, uh, even even at Dallas, you know, when the kickoff clash and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I've got Dallas in five. Um uh, I think this this match has to be exciting because uh, the finals may not be <laughs> as as exciting, but um, 
we've got Dallas winning it, uh, sending them down to uh, sending the shock down uh, to play out of the elimination round, which uh, they are no stranger to. Yeah, definitely not. Um, well, that's yeah, the losers bracket. I, I have Houston versus Shock, and you have Shock versus Toronto. Uh, shock taking on that home team. Does the home team pull off the upset there, Joe, or do you have the Shock? Yeah, in this this uh, situation, I'm going to say no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got I've got three zero for the shock here. Once um, they finally uh, run up against Toronto, um, uh, we talked been, again about just the the Dallas Fuel San Francisco shock, um, and and the more I say this, the less it's going to be true, and the the sillier I will look um, next week when we do the show. But um, very solidly at the top of North America, uh, I, I don't anticipate. Um, I don't anticipate them being dethroned um, uh, to, to set up that final. And if I had to guess, uh, uh, I think you're leaning the same way versus Houston. No, I'm not. <laughs> I am actually not, which is ridiculous. But, and I probably don't agree with this, I have the loss winning in five for the only reason that I just want to see that battle for Texas in the finals. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> um, I, I definitely was picking shock at first, and then I realized, like, but if I pick Outlaws to win, it's the battle for Texas. I feel like I that would be so. Good. I feel like I do that all the time in my brackets, like an idiot, and it never happens. But at this time, it will. <laughs> um, yeah, Outlaws winning at five maps against the Shock, which is doable if the Shock are uh, playing like they usually do on land, uh, like they did in Dallas, but. I doubt they do. They've really improved in Hawaii. Uh, but, yeah, that's the only only way I see the Outlaws winning this one and going to face off against the Fuel. Um, yeah, yeah, so e- either we get um, the Battle for Texas in the finals or I get to catch up in my pickups. So, yeah. you know, either way, it's great. Yeah, that is great <laughs> for you. <laughs> that's tr- that is true. Um, I'm, only, I'm all in on the Battle for Texas, unfortunately. The other way around, I will be sad. Uh, but yeah, uh, you got Fuel Shock in a seven-game series this time. I have Fuel Outlaws. I guess I'll go with mine first because mine's a little more ridiculous. It probably won't happen. And if it does happen, I think the Fuel will win even more easily. Um, so I have 4-0 because <laughs> it's the Fuel versus the Outlaws, not the Fuel versus the Shock. I think that matchup would be way closer. Um, so yeah, I have the Fuel winning easily in that in my matchup. Joe, this is the third time they will face off in this uh, summer showdown in your bracket. Um, is this the time the Shock finally win? Um, or I think actually just the the second um, uh, tournament play well, I guess uh, for in, them. Including qualifiers. Th- third time yeah, in yeah. a couple weeks, yeah. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so Dallas Fuel Simpsons Q Shock. The final I have uh, is 4-2 Dallas. Um, uh, like I said, a little bit a little bit less exciting even than that uh, uh, winner's, winner's championship round, but um, uh, just just because it's it's it feels so rare that we get to this point and we actually have a, a good quality finals match and maybe again this is the the second time now that I've referenced um, season two finals with <laughs> San Francisco Vancouver but that may have been um, the, you know one of the best ones we've seen recently but um, uh, but yeah the advantage is is still here for Dallas uh, my my pick'em scoreline is four two but um, uh, I you, you gotta wonder how uh, you know the 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 stamina we may or may not see out of the San Francisco Shock here. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of people have that Dallas Fuel favorite here. We both pick them to win, um, despite different uh, different opponents. 
<laughs> but yeah, everyone is looking at Dallas. I definitely think Shock could end up taking it, or it just could be a crazy week at this meta. Once again, even though we've had four qualifier weeks, it's not fully cemented. Teams can improve, teams can get worse, people can figure each other out. So anything could really happen this weekend. We're still, technically, it feels like we're still pretty early in this meta, to be honest. Um, especially when we've had meta like GOATS last for like the entire year, right? Um, it's only been four weeks with this meta. So anything could happen, things could evolve. But yeah, that's, uh, we went through our brackets. Um, it's fun. I mentioned earlier, uh, we Joe has added a little countdown on our thing, and there are 20, to be exact, there are 27 days, 12 hours, 3 minutes, and 33 seconds until October 4th, which is the release day of Overwatch 2. I think that's probably at midnight, so I don't know if it's the exact time it will release, but that's release day. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. And I can only assume over the next, you know, days and weeks we'll get all kinds of new uh perspectives and 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 news and all kinds of stuff about the game you'd uh, hope for <laughs> the yeah for for we didn't really talk about it but, you know for what little kind of advertising we've really seen um yeah uh you know and and i suppose it's it's one thing you know being submerged in the in the world and so there's the you know get a good sense of the outside perspective but um Hopefully this will start picking up here in these next four weeks. Yeah, um, absolutely. The only thing we've gotten is a leak of Fox Girl, which has been confirmed to be false. So, yeah, hopefully we get some legit things at this point. Uh, but, yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode. If you want to follow us on Twitter, my Twitter is at JWGeorgeIV. Joseph's at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. INC. And our show Twitter is at On The Flank Show. You're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in a different way, we're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy the Summer Showdown Tournament this weekend.